Pelicans go one and one over the weekend, a win over Luka Doncic and the Dallas Mavericks, a loss to the Houston Rockets. And as ever, the Pelicans need to make some changes. Let's talk about it in the Monday episode of Locked On Pelicans. Let's go. You are Locked On Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, New Orleans Pelicans at NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcast and available on YouTube. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, here with you all on this Monday, kicking off a week's worth of podcasts, and this episode of Locked On Pelicans is brought to you by Truebill. Truebill is the new app that saves you money by helping you identify and stop paying for the subscriptions you don't want or need and can even help you negotiate better deals on those you want to keep. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every single day. We're free and available five days a week for you all. No paywall or anything like that. A lot of podcasts aren't even once a week right now talking about this team, but we're breaking it all down here in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. Going one and one over the weekend, big win over the Dallas Mavericks and Luka Doncic, revenge for last Wednesday when they got just run out of the building. And then Falling on the road to maybe legitimately maybe the hottest team in the league, the Houston Rockets, who have the longest win streak. But if looking at these games, and we're not going to like recap them as much, but you know, what are kind of the themes that come out? What are some of the big takeaways from this? And the first and foremost one is the Pelicans need to make some changes. So let's go through these games and talk about them to see why they need to make some changes and then what sort of changes does this team need to make so let's start with the win over the Dallas Mavericks 107-91 this was a good game for New Orleans right no Josh Hart in this one but other guys stepped up you had a very kind of balanced team performance and no one did better defensively than Garrett Temple in this I don't think this dude should be in the rotation I've said as much and he was bad against the Houston Rockets but he was really good in this game like he deserves a lot of praise After Luka Doncic lit up Herb Jones on Wednesday, the Pelicans tried something different. One, good. Good, good, good. Do something different when what you tried before did not work. Garrett Temple guarded Luka Doncic for the majority of this game and frustrated him. You know, yeah, Luka scored 21, but it took 20 shots to do it. He had 10 rebounds, 7 assists, but he also had 7 turnovers. That's a bad game by his standards, including going 0 for 6 from 3. And Garrett Temple was the main guy that guarded him, like the majority of the game. When Herb Jones was on him, he actually torched Herb. And you could see the rookie just, he's not ready for a matchup quite like that just yet. So you've got to rely on the veteran presence in Garrett Temple, who started because Josh Hart wasn't out there. He didn't really give you much else. He gave you some rebounding, some other things. But look, that defense alone was worth it because it allowed the Pelicans to get a victory. You had Brandon Ingram score 24 points and then more importantly, dish out 12 assists. Him being good is a theme right now. He was the playmaker this team needed. He was the focal point offensively. They knew when to run through him. And then he was creating for others. It allowed Jonas Valanciunas to have a very good game. Five of seven shooting for 14 points, 11 rebounds. Everyone was getting good looks because Brandon Ingram was so involved and he was trusting his teammates to go out and make their shots. You combine that with good defense and it's going to be a good night for New Orleans. 
Everyone was active defensively. They wanted to win this game. They were on the nose. They knew where those rotations needed to be. They were well coached for this one. Maybe it comes from having played this team a couple of days before, but it seemed like they knew what Dallas was trying to do, so they just went out and countered it. Herb Jones absolutely did a great job on the other defensive matchups that he had. Tim Hardaway Jr. off the bench shot 3 of 11 for just 12 total points because Herb Jones was just blanketing him. And then when Maxi Kleba went in, you saw him guard their their forward center and hold him to a subpar night compared to what he was able to do to New Orleans overall when anyone else was matched up there. You saw just really solid team performances. Billy Hernan Gomez off the bench, 12 total points, and allowed them to overcome an inefficient Nikhil Alexander-Walker night. Just 4 of 11 for nine total points. That's a bad number for the scoring guard off of the bench. So New Orleans just kind of did what they needed to do, right? Like they harassed the Dallas Mavericks all night. Dallas had one of its worst shooting performances of the season. And this comes a couple nights after they basically set like sorts of, you know, records and shot the lights out of the ball to the tune the NBA hadn't seen that in 20 plus years. So when you can have that kind of turnaround, it shows what this team at times is capable of doing. They held the Dallas Mavericks to under 30% shooting, and most of those were contested, right? It was them knowing who to allow to take threes for an inefficient night, things like that. I loved what we saw from the Pelicans in this one, and forcing just enough turnovers to be able to get out and run and play a little bit in the half court to make their life a whole lot easier. 19 fast break points off 15 turnovers is a very, very good number for the Pelicans. Their bench stadium even with Dallas. Good defensive performance, just balanced scoring effort led by Brandon Ingram being a playmaker. Someone we know, you know, we know he's been capable of that, right? We've seen some big assist games from him. They kind of did it similar to what they do with Point Zion, right? Where it's like, he's the best player out there for New Orleans. Get the ball in his hands. When the defense has to adjust for him or tries to throw something at him, a double team or triple team, whatever it might be, he will counter that with making the right play. That's what Point Zion is, right? It's not him like running the offense, orchestrating the offense. It's get the guy with gravity the ball, let the defenses react to him, and then react to their reaction, find the cutters. Herb Jones is really good at this, right? Working off ball, being able to get the ball to that guy, and then it's an easy bucket. So we saw that against Dallas, but then we did not see a lot of this against the Houston Rockets. So you had a good B.I. performance, right? These are the things I want to talk about in today's show. An inefficient Nikhil performance and good defense. Those three things. Let's see how that held up against the Houston Rockets. Well, you know how it held up, but let me talk about it because there's other takeaways from that game as well. All right. So we will get into that coming up here next in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. Before we do that, though, NBA fanatics, Pelicans fanatics, have you heard about Prize Picks? Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. I love this, and I know you will too. Prize Picks has the best NBA DFS prop game on the market, and they offer more NBA props than any other DFS prop operator. And all the superstar players, as well as bench players, only recording a handful of minutes each game. And they have basically any prop that you can think of. And so anyone who makes a deposit and uses the promo code NBA, you get a one. 100% instant match on your deposit up to $100. So you put in $100, use the promo code NBA, you're going to get another $100. And it's really simple. You pick two to five players and an over-under on their projections, and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. And it's just you versus the projected numbers is what I love about this, right? Go for those kind of long shots, right? The the under-the-radar guys where people might not know as much about them as you do. You know the Pelicans players, right? You're a big NBA guy. You listen, watch, you know this stuff. Go 
make some money by using that knowledge smartly over at Prize Picks. And they allow mixed sports entries. So if you want to take the over on, say, Taysom Hill rushing yards, you can do that alongside Brandon Ingram's over on the points because he's scoring so much right now. So you get to use the award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play, and entries can be made in under 60 seconds or less. It's really that easy. Prize Picks is safe and offers quick and fast withdrawals. So don't hesitate. Check out prizepicks.com. Use promo code MBA or go to your app store and download the app today. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Today's episode of Locked On Pelicans is also brought to you by DirecTV Stream. Does this sound familiar? You got one device that lets you catch the game live. Yes, that is what I use to watch the Pelicans on a Fire Stick, I think. Another that lets you stream your favorite shows. Yep, that's just the TV and then Hulu and Netflix and all of that. You're watching sports highlights on your phone. You've got your neighbor's best friend's login for all that other good stuff. It's kind of annoying having to use multiple remotes, switch through multiple things, try and remember where everything is. So that's why I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle. And it's a great way to finally get your TV together all in one place. It's called Direct TV Stream and it brings you live TV and on-demand favorites like never before so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes, no need to buy another device ever again, and the best part, no annual contract. Also the only streaming service right now that has Bally Sports New Orleans. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. All right, thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every single day. We are free and available on all platforms five days a week, not once a week, not once every two weeks, not maybe once a month, and you don't have to pay anything. There's no paywall, right? You want to hear about the team, you want to know more about the team, you can come here for free Pelicans talk every single day. So subscribe wherever you get your podcast. make Locked On Pelicans your first listen, and for your second listen every single day, go check out the Locked On Saints podcast with host Ross Jackson, breaking down everything black and gold. Okay, so we talked about the Pelicans win over the Dallas Mavericks. Good team performance, big performance from B.I.'s, a facilitator, good defense, Carry this forward to an inferior opponent, a team that is worse than you, a team that at the time was one of the worst teams in the NBA, in the Houston Rockets. They have started to play better, right? They're on a six-game winning streak after this one, five going into it, but still, New Orleans has more talent. And they pretty much got run out in this one. This is where you see the flaws of New Orleans readily apparent, right? There's only so much good players can do. And Brandon Ingram tried to carry this team. He was awesome. 40 points on the night. He was 15 of 28. Five rebounds, four assists, not one turnover in a 40-point game where he took 28 shots. The usage rate, which I don't have yet, has got to be through the roof. And to not have one single turnover is really a testament to how good he's been. And Brandon Ingram has been really, really good recently. Over his last four games now, he is averaging 30 points, 5.5 rebounds, and 5.8 assists on 54% shooting, 38% from three, and 82% from the line. Those are unbelievable numbers. We know what he's capable of doing, right? And that can take you pretty far. But you need other guys to step up. And basically, other than maybe Valanchunas, no one really did in this one. This is where you saw why I'm so frustrated with the Pelicans' backcourt rotation. Why I want to see Garrett Temple out of there. Because as good as he was defensively against the Mavericks the other night, he was flat out bad defensively in this one. And he's been bad defensively overall this year. He has a moment or two where he makes the right play, but he was not good in this game defensively. He made the wrong reads. He made bad rotations. And 
at this point, he should not be in the rotation very much because you have young players who can make those same mistakes that Garrett Temple gives you. They have been significantly worse as a team with him on the court than off the court. He tanks them both offensively and defensively. So yes, he had a good game against Luka, but he was bad in this one. He'd been bad in the four or five games leading up to that Dallas Mavericks win, and it's not even close. Like Teams and players are shooting like 90-plus percent against him that aren't named Luka Doncic. That's a real bad number. He started. He played 32 minutes in this game. He scored a total of five points. You can have Kyra Lewis Jr. make those same mistakes that he does. You can have a guy like Trey Murphy, who got some run in this one, make those same mistakes that he does. There's just no reason for him to be in there. But you also got nothing from Devontae Graham. He was 3 of 13 on the night, 9 total points, 3 of 11 from deep. That's a bad number, too. He's hit or miss at times, right? Like, he's taken those shots. Yeah, his contract's nice at around $10 million per year. But he, if he's going to be a starter, he needs to deliver better production like that. He's not good defensively, either. He's undersized. He can make a play here and there, but his shooting, if it's not falling like that, really hurts this team because that's what he's brought in to do. And he's a guy that has a lot of confidence, so he's willing to shoot the ball. But when you're having off nights like that and your efficiency almost gets into like negative territory, right, where you're not even scoring a point per shot, not even 13 points on 13 shots, which is a pretty average number at best if you were to do that. And, you know, nine on 13, so you're under one point per shot. That's really bad. And at that point, you need to give the ball up and can't be shooting it yourself because there's more efficient ways to go about it. You saw stretches in this game where they just didn't get the ball to Valanchunas. Yes, he left and he had some um, spasms in his back and maybe wasn't feeling the best, but he was able to go out and play. And if he is, you got to feed him the ball. And the Pelicans did kind of too late. There were times when it was him, Devontae Graham, and no Brandon Ingram out there. And instead of getting him the ball, the team was just taking shots early on in the shot clock that were bad. Including Nikhil. 3 of 13 in this one. Just 10 points. Whew, that's kind of that negative efficiency too, right? Like At a certain point, like you probably need to drop him from the rotation. I said, I, I don't mind him shooting so much on the bench because he's not then taking away from shots from... Brandon Ingram from Valanchunas, but when he's out there with Valanchunas and he's just ripping shots and not able to score efficiently, like, no, you need to stop shooting and you need to get the ball to Valanchunas or someone else who can, because now you're taking shots away from them. So 13 shots, which was tied for second most on the team, him and Graham, on an awful shooting night from both of them. So that's 26 shots and 19 points scored. That's not going to get it done. I talked last week about trade targets, and they were all basically guards for the Pelicans. Something has to change because the way they're running this guard rotation and the lack of even average play from these guys has been so bad. Sadoransky falls into this too. Like, he hasn't been good either. And so I, I don't know if there's a big answer here, right? Yeah, a trade is something that you need to do. Maybe you, you go to a guy like Gary Clark who they just signed to a non-guaranteed deal and see if maybe he can provide something. But, ugh, you know, they, they lost this game because of that bad guard play. And the refs, and the refs. I'll, I'll say this, right? Like, the refs were horrible in this game. Just flat out so bad. The NBA... At times, I said it last year, it's actually used in a promo we have for, for the NBA channel and Locked On Network as a whole um, because it's probably such a good soundbite, but it's also freaking true. The NBA definitely has an officiating problem at times. You saw it on display. There was no consistency in the calls. It absolutely hurt New Orleans overall. Yet all of that, they still only took four less free throws than the, than the Houston Rockets did. 
Pelicans shot him at 72%, while the Rockets shot it at 79%. The Rockets shot 42.5% from three. The Pelicans shot 26%. Three-point shooting is a problem for New Orleans, particularly when you take out a guy like Jonas Valanciunas. And if no one's going to make their shots... Well, you're not going to win very many games, and they did in this one. Bad defense, the supporting cast stepping up around uh, Brandon Ingram was non-existent. Valanciunas, 17 points, that's good for him. They need to make him more of a focal point then, and they're, for whatever reason, not doing that. So, that part said, let's talk about it coming up here in the next segment of Locked on Pelicans. What changes do they need to make in the meantime? Because you cannot keep going forward with exactly what you're doing right now. So, that's coming up here next in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Today's episode of Locked on Pelicans is also brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting candy bar out there. This holiday season, grab a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, or even better than a candy bar because some of them taste really that good. It's filled with so much holiday goodness, rich with decadent flavor, covered in chocolate, but amazingly low in calories, net carbs, and fat and high in protein. You get the best of both worlds, delicious and healthy, and they have so many flavors. Which one are you going to choose? Would you choose raspberry or mint brownie? What about cherry or double chocolate, cookies and cream, or peanut butter brownie? That mint chocolate, uh, sorry, the mint brownie one, Absolutely awesome. I just tried some of the new flavors they sent. The the lemon almond crisp was awesome. The dipped lemon cheesecake was really good. And I really liked the ruby chocolate one. It's light. It's airy. It's like nothing you've really ever had before. So if you need something to give you that extra fuel this holiday season, Built Bar is absolutely the way to go. I eat one of these every single day. I don't like a big heavy lunch. I eat one of these because it's got the protein to kind of keep me going. It's not going to weigh me down in the afternoon, anything like that. And I love pretty much all of the flavors. They're absolutely all delicious. So if you want to give these a try and you should go to built.com, use promo code LOCK15 and you're going to get 15% off your next order. Again, that is promo code LOCK15 for 15% off over at built.com. Today's episode of Locked on Pelicans also brought to you by betonline.ag. BetOnline has you covered for all, all season long for more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Football season, we're marching towards the playoffs. You've got the college bowl season coming up. The NBA is in full swing, so Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this year. Head to their new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, just use our promo code Locked On to receive that free money. I'm actually going to probably get in on the Formula One final race this season. Um, So whether it's basketball, football, NHL, boxing, UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every single day. We're free and available five days a week for you all, breaking down everything you want to know about this team. No paywall, anything like that. We're just here five days a week. It's really it's really that simple. And for your second listen, go check out Locked On Saints with host Ross Jackson breaking down everything black and gold. So we just talked about the Pelicans one in one weekend, right? You saw some good from them in that win over the Dallas Mavericks. You saw some really good defense. You saw point Brandon Ingram alongside scoring Brandon Ingram, other guys stepping up. But it's very clear that there's some players they really cannot rely on. Nikhil really being one of them, and a lot of the guard play in general. And they cannot, cannot continue to go through with this. The guard play has been a detriment all season. So they need to change things. That likely means trade. And last week we talked about trade targets. I have a show on De'Aaron Fox on Buddy Heald. You know, does John Wall 
make sense? Does does it even possibly work? Or a guy like Jeremy Lamb from the Indiana Pacers. Go listen to their shows if you haven't already. It's pinned on the YouTube page because those are the type of players that New Orleans needs to be targeting. Guards that shoot threes, unless you can go get a guy like De'Aaron Fox who can just orchestrate an offense and cause havoc. But you need guard play, particularly consistent shooting guards. So what do they do in the meantime, right? Like a trade's not going to happen tomorrow. It's probably not going to happen till the trade deadline. You know, you're not going to probably see a trade even in January. I don't know what day the trade deadline this is, it is this year, but let's say it's February, right? You're probably not going to see a trade till like the two weeks leading up to that. They just don't really happen. So they need to make some changes right now. And this is where, where Willie Green comes in. This is your rotations, right? And coaching. And so when you have Valanciunas out there without Brandon Ingram, and he's got a guy like Nikhil with him or Devontae Graham, because look, while you should drop Nikhil, there's like no one else to play. You need to drill it into those guys' heads that you pass the ball to Valanciunas. You know, Josh Hart coming back helps a little bit with this. It stabilizes the rotation a little bit, but I don't think it's that much. You know, so you need to really find guys that are going to play well around your stars and almost defer to them. Nikhil, at this point, probably shouldn't be taking the second most shots per game for the team. It should be Valanchunas. And so you probably need to run Valanchunas with those bench units a little bit more to kind of anchor them. And then you need to drill it into those players. Get the ball to JV. If he passes out to you, then shoot that three. But he needs to be getting touches and can't be an afterthought with the offense. Because otherwise it's not going to work. You have Trey Murphy who maybe can make some threes, maybe can't. He's been hit or miss this year. You got to give him a little bit more run out there because I'd rather have him make those mistakes than Garrett Temple do. He can do the same screw-ups on defense. When teams are shooting like 93% against Garrett Temple when he's the primary defender, it can't get much worse, to be honest with you, than a guy like Trey Murphy. So I'd rather Trey Murphy make those mistakes. Same for Saturday. You've got to change the rotation, Willie Green. No, he's not. He's obsessed for whatever reason with Garrett Temple. And it's a veteran player, right? I think Temple adds stuff to the team. I love the story about him talking to the ref with Herb Jones and making the ref explain why he called a foul on Herb. That's good. There's other ways to go about kind of getting that veteran presence out there. But defensively, he's been bad. Offensively, he hasn't been good either. We may as well have some of those young guys take some of those minutes. So, Right now, the changes that need to be made are partially to the rotation, but more kind of like the priority of who shoots, right? If it's B.I. out there, he needs to be your guy. Okay, if he passes out, then it should be this guy. You know, you almost like stack rank it to a certain degree. And this is the flowchart of what we need to do because some of the guys taking the shots they are really are hurting New Orleans, and you really saw it in that game against the Houston Rockets. So it's moments like this is where Willie Green is really going to earn his money. We're going to see how much he really has. You know, what's his potential as a coach? He's a rookie. He's made some mistakes too. But it's time to start fixing some of those mistakes and not just keep on doing what you're doing, which is something the Pelicans have really done this year. And I don't like that. It's time to make a couple of changes. You saw it from one Dallas game to the next. They made an adjustment on who is guarding Luka Doncic, which they didn't do and they should have probably in that first game. Make more adjustments, and at this point, probably more significant adjustments need to be made too. 
All right, that's going to do it for this episode of Locked on Pelicans. What are the adjustments you, I should have asked you all this, what are the adjustments you think the Pelicans need to make? Let me know in the comments down below on YouTube. So that's going to do it for this episode of Locked on Pelicans. Thank you all very much for listening. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. Now, go listen to the Locked on Bets podcast, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs, and they've been on a heater, making me a whole bunch of money. That's going to do it for the episode. I'll be back with you all tomorrow.